0: <laughs> Welcome back to episode dopes of American Super Squad. I'm mm-hmm. Matt North. Uh, and I am Ramon Robolino. That's usually how people <laughs>
1: pronounce it, so we can go with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny, your dad says I speak better Spanish than you do.
1: Oh, I mean, wait, well, it's, he could have taught me better Spanish. <laughs> you book.
0: Honestly, um, he taught you more Yiddish than Spanish. I remember him saying shalom quite a quite a lot.
1: Yeah, he was on that wave when he was going to his his yoga. But um, yeah, I think uh, the pandemic made it so he just does his little fucking yoga stretches in the basement. And- decided not to pay the like 200 a month for the privilege of being told how to stretch by some weird guy who doesn't believe in vaccines so (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah, it's just funny that's some draw we can get into if we're struggling here but the the yoga (laughs) scene we'll put that on the back burner the yoga scene in in tacoma is interesting Um, anyways, we actually came uh, a little more prepared, or at least Matt came more prepared for this app. Um, oh yeah,
0: well I got more free time on my hands, so I thought. <laughs> oh yeah, that's some right. You <laughs> do have
1: some more free time. We can. Yeah, we so, can dive right in if you want. Oh
0: yeah, ladies and gentlemen. As of uh, ten a.m. Wednesday morning, um, your boy is unemployed. <laughs> yep. I was uh, let go my insurance brokerage positions so um yeah
1: they let you down gently but um yeah this podcast is no longer sponsored by b&b insurance brokers
0: <laughs> uh, that, that might be a little bit too close uh let, let's <laughs> let's call it uh shit and shit shit and shit yeah <laughs> just for uh legal protection
1: <laughs> the listeners can do the math on that one uh, our, our, detectives that are listening right now
0: but yeah it was really a blessing in disguise because now i have so much free time to uh prepare this podcast mm-hmm. uh do open mics focus on my comedy career and uh the the quality of my sets have gone <laughs> way up <laughs> By yeah. being unemployed it's almost like being a comedian you're you're helped by being a loser you oh know? It,
1: it definitely yeah and you know the I think it's, it's the man doesn't want you to be funny, you know, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you get let go, it's like, uh, all right, I guess you can be funny now and, you know, maybe see some sunshine, enjoy life a little bit, Yeah, you know? it's, it's the
0: cosmic balance. Yeah. The universe, you know, gave me, gave me something back.
1: <clears throat> exactly. So, yeah, and that was, uh, an interesting saga. <laughs> Obviously, um, you know more about it being, being the inside man, but... Uh, this has been going on for what, like basically a year? You had a good year of experience there.
0: Yeah, well, I started straight out of college because, mm-hmm. like, obviously it's hard to get a job as a business major. Mm-hmm. Just going. Marketing, please. Marketing, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> way more important, by the way. The the thinking man's business major. Mm-hmm.
1: The Don Draper PhD.
0: Yes, of course. That's what I was going for. I unironically chose that marketing major because of Mad Men, so shout out to Don Draper for that one. (laughs) Shout out Don. Shout out Hotep Don. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, anyways, a little background on that. Uh, It's funny because we kind of both have some experience. um, Like, we both applied basically for the same job around the same time, and...
0: And Ramon was a fucking idiot, so he didn't get it. Well, I was an idiot
1: because they have this very legit, definitely not Scientology-esque personality test that they make you take.
0: Oh, yeah, they, they measure your thetons or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah,
1: exactly. So they strap me in there and... It was weird, because I was like, this is a sales job, like, can't you just interview me or whatever? And they're like, well, this, we take these personality tests very seriously. It's like the fate of the company is based off of these personality <laughs> tests, which...
0: For me, it was the opposite. They were like, oh, just take this quick personality test. It doesn't mean that much. Well,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, to be fair, that's what they told me, too. And it wasn't <laughs> until I apparently flunked the personality well, yeah, test... Yeah,
0: you failed the personality that test. They,
1: they told me how important these tests were. <laughs> So, I unfortunately answered all the answers truthfully, thinking that that was the best path forward, and little did I know, they wanted to see how well you could lie through your teeth.
0: <laughs> and, and I passed with flying colors. Yeah, Matt,
1: Matt passed that test. I
0: said I was motivated, I said I was a self-starter, I said um, I was very goal-oriented. All, all the buzzwords, really.
1: Yeah. They told me that, based on my answers, I was too team-oriented. and God forbid that you get along with your co-workers. Yeah,
0: God forbid that you don't treat the account managers like trash. <laughs> yeah, and
1: so, funny enough, um, they said no to me for the sales job, but about a month or two later, uh, we won't name this man in particular, but... Uh, a big honcho at the B&B office, or the shit and shit the office. the shit and
0: shit office, come on. Um, we're going to have to bleep that yeah, out. sorry, sorry. <laughs>
1: um, they, are we could say moulin and moulin
0: <laughs> <laughs> So,
1: <clears throat> just that, a little. That might be a little bit. Dropping some helpful hints here for our Sopranos fans. Um, purple and purple? Purple and purple, egg yeah. Eggplant and eggplant? I mean, you know. Um, yeah, but they hit me up a couple months later and they were like, so obviously you'd be a shit salesman, but we have an account managing position open and other than your personality test, we were blown away by your interview and everything else. Oh yeah, they were
0: blown all right.
1: Oh yeah, I gave them something to blow on. (laughs) So.
0: He gave some dumb head trying to get a position. No,
1: no, no. That's not what I did. Yeah, that is what he
0: did, folks.
1: (laughs) I definitely did not give head for the account manager position they (laughs) offered me.
0: Well, you know, you were unemployed for a a long stretch. I was.
1: Well, the the funny thing is, though, is that when they hit me up, that was at the point where I had already uh, basically given up on the job market. Not because I couldn't get a job, but just because, like, nothing they were really offering me was that interesting i was like a, a fucking economics major I, I i i wanted better than what i was fucking getting off of like <laughs> i'm too i'm too good for these positions um and so i got into a fucking grad program and i was like uh you can kick rocks and go piss yourself because i'm not going to go work for like 50 grand a year to be told what to do by a bunch of like sales bros
0: yeah and that was probably a good choice thinking back. Probably,
1: yeah. I I don't regret it. Even though I just fucking gave up on that master's program anyway. I think I, <laughs> yeah, I think like I six made the months right. in
0: you dropped out.
1: Yeah, yeah, six eight eight months. Eight to months. To be fair. Um yeah, and it was by my own volition too, so you know, you can't get mad at me. i I d I didn't fail a single class, folks. I'll let you know. Um but yeah. So that's the, the Shit and shit, millennial, millennial saga. Um, sure, there's some juicy juicy nuggets that we'll get into later, but um, that's that's where we're at right now, folks. We're living this, the la vida loca in the unemployment line. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm living big, uh, dedicating all my time to... Uh, mm-hmm becoming uh the greatest come town ripoff of all time
1: (laughs) that's why we're here folks that's really i mean for what other reason would anyone start a podcast these days yeah than to become the greatest ripoff of all time
0: or to fucking uh educate people about growing mushrooms
1: yeah it's not our job to educate you by the way (laughs) so if you want to grow mushrooms just go fucking pick some in the forest and eat them and see what happens i guess
0: Oh, yeah. Remember that riff we did where uh, we were talking about how it's not our job to educate you about crypto. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: It's true. (laughs) As
0: as affluent white men, it is not our job to educate you about Bitcoin. It really is
1: not our fucking job. If you (laughs) want to get into it, do your own fucking research, okay? We're busy watching the markets, okay? Yeah, we're
0: busy losing $30,000 and getting ready to kill ourselves at any given moment. Because yep. we bought the wrong uh, ape NFT.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, funny enough, when I subletted my room um, down in California when I when I quit the program, the guy who took it over um, was this guy who I thought was a student um, at Cal Poly, which is where I was at. So yes, I am smart, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, even though I didn't finish. Cal Poly amorous. Yeah. I, well. That town had a lot of college girls and a lot of, um, we'll say, affluent white middle-aged women in California who... Loved living in a college town, so Oh yeah. There was some we, we know what that means. Yeah, we know exactly what that means. So the
0: targets were very active oh, in that area.
1: Believe me, and I live five minutes from the Target, folks.
0: <laughs> that was his hunting ground for oh, yeah. for affluent MILFs.
1: My natural my natural habitat there. Yeah. So but the, the employment tables have flipped now. Um, so for the longest time I was the one Sucking off the government's tea very gladly.
0: I'll have you know, I haven't applied for unemployment yet. No. If I, if I get low on funds, I'll definitely start taking that government. You should teaters. take
1: advantage of it as soon as you can. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> definitely not biased. <laughs> yeah, definitely
1: not biased at all here. But yeah, now I am uh, technically gainfully employed, and so.
0: Yeah, you um, he, he took the the Adam Friedman route of becoming mm-hmm. a paralegal.
1: I did for a I box did. yeah and i'll and i'll have you well not well as <laughs> doesn't hurt not but, yet yeah not yet um yeah so that's interesting
0: <laughs> yeah you really hopped on that unemployment train like at the peak when they were giving out those 600 oh, i made bonuses. so much fucking money off the government it's ridiculous <laughs> To be fair, I did too. Yeah. Off of financial aid in college, like I was making like three grand a quarter. Yeah,
1: you're making a shit ton. I was still making money per quarter. Like I was still poor enough to be getting paid to go to school, but it was like maybe a thousand a quarter. Um, and then once our tyrannical liberal government uh, shut down the world. Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe, Joe Bi- Biden. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once Sleepy Joe did all that, even before he was president, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> he was the puppet master, as yeah. we all know. Um, he
0: orchestrated the gas prices. Yeah,
1: I, I unfortunately um, was not able to continue my affluent um, school library position. So, <laughs> his I, position
0: of power in the yeah. school library,
1: yeah, I was able to hop on that unemployment assistance uh, with the quickness, and I was making. <laughs> Probably double from that what I would have ever earned working in the library. And then at the end of it, like when my stuff was running out, they just decided to give me a bunch of back pay and I made literally like almost five figures off of just the government at once. Nice. <laughs> Which, so if
0: if any of you fiscal conservatives out there are wondering who ruined the economy, uh it, it was our boy Ramona. To be fair, being, I, know, I did pump some of it back meat. in, but you know.
1: <laughs> All money in, no money out is the motto. So. <laughs> um, and we're, right now, we're, we're sipping on our, our podcast water here.
0: Yeah, we're not going to name the brand no. because we we weren't sponsored. I had to pay for these out of pocket. But mm-hmm. if you think of uh, the brand of canned water in mm-hmm. every single podcast you've ever watched, that's what we're drinking right now.
1: Yep. So take note, folks uh especially if you're working for should should we get should we even name them if we're not getting paid
0: no of course
1: fuck them trust Um.
0: trust your jewish advisor
1: (laughs) oh i will (laughs) uh the water who will not be named.
0: don't don't mention the brand if they're not paying you (laughs) ramon
1: no here i'll take a sip real loud sip and we'll see if they can decide what water we're drinking For the record, that was me drinking water. That was Matt giving head. No, no, <laughs> so, that
0: was me drinking water as two well. Two separate for the things record. going
1: on here. They might have sounded similar, but they're very different. Um, damn, yeah. So we're just kicking back, enjoying our water, living, living the sweetest life. Mm-hmm. La Vita Loca.
0: So I'm, I'm kind of pissed. Uh, Nick Mullen is in Portland mm-hmm. uh, tonight but all his tickets are sold out. Uh, I found out last minute that he was coming to town and I wanted to go see him, but then again, his comedy kind of fucking sucks.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, I think his natural habitat is working the soundboard somewhere in Brooklyn. Yeah. (laughs) Getting paid 30 grand a month to do that.
0: That Astoria Brownstone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The Anthony Cumia Studios.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um... We'll make it there one day. We're, we're right now, we're in a satellite office right now, but we'll yeah, make our way to the Yeah, we're in the
0: Sonpiker Studios tonight. Sonpiker <laughs> um, Studios, yeah. He's actually bankrolling this podcast. <laughs> yeah. If he, if <laughs> as you guys... controlled opposition for Come Town.
1: Yeah, so if we get any blowback from anything we say on this podcast, direct your hate mail and um, not death threats
0: <laughs> to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So. in your Minecraft death threats yeah, to the Piper's $3 million dollar West Hollywood home
1: yeah um.
0: but yeah the goal is to get big enough that we have people trying to shoot us like they did our boy Nick
1: Mm-hmm. we're trying to become um, martyrs for the cause
0: oh yeah we're trying to turn come com-tow- town style riff comedy into <laughs> high art
1: oh it's gonna be high art alright yeah <laughs> Definitely an art form, folks. Just for think
0: of the ult- alternate history if Nick Mullen actually got got by mm-hmm. that one dude outside his show in, like, Maryland. Oh, my God. Imagine the, what that dude sounds like, too.
1: Could have been the next John Lennon, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, <sighs> they're both controversial fi- figures. Mm-hmm. They're both mildly autistic. Both mildly autistic. Both Pulse. beat women.
1: Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly probably both into Asian women um, probably probably I, w- I yeah.
0: wouldn't be surprised he did live in Chinatown he did for quite a while he
1: did and there's two ways to pay rent in Chinatown
0: <laughs> suck dick for truck fit mhm um so what do we
1: got? Well, now that, now that you're um, chilling at home now, not having to show up to the office, uh, I see here you have written down a, a five-year plan slash manifesto.
0: <laughs> no, no is, manifesto. This is, just know. a five-year plan, which really was just a play on words from uh, the Soviet glorious five-year plan.
1: Right. Because this is a communist socialist podcast. Yeah, this is an anarcho-communist yeah.
0: podcast, as as we put in the first... Mm-hmm. episode that was definitely not ironic no 100 nope. real
1: very legit folks
0: uh but yeah uh just business plans for this podcast we have a patreon set up uh patreon.com slash american super squad mm-hmm. if you want to financially support me specifically because i'm a broke <laughs> bitch <laughs> yeah all no proceeds
1: job. will be going to the the matt north uh,
0: the starving Israeli children's yeah, fund The starving Israeli children's fund <laughs> A.K.A. my bank account Yeah.
1: It'll be funneled through Israel Directly to us So <laughs> no need to worry if you're, if you're BDS That money is not going to Israel We're just taking advantage of their tax code <laughs>
0: <laughs> Their very lenient tax code yeah. But yeah uh, I'm thinking of uh, printing some stickers With QR codes on them That just say ass mm-hmm. uh, That lead to our, our YouTube channel yeah. Maybe just directly to the Patreon, and cut out the middle middleman. Oh yeah,
1: that's the that's the marketing degree coming into effect. Right oh yeah,
0: there. I mean, I, I spent four years and none of my own money on that degree, so might as well get my money's worth. You know? <laughs> might as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, right after we recorded uh, the first ep, um, the listeners probably won't know what we're talking about because we haven't published the first episode yet Mm -hmm. we'll probably publish them around the same time but right after we recorded the first step uh we watched a few frank castle videos oh yeah
1: (laughs) frankie frankie h baby uh
0: do we want to go a little bit into the the frank castle lore
1: (laughs) sure we could i mean
0: it might lead into a little better because he
1: is kind of under the same uh conglomerate media umbrellas as, as our boy sam hyde as well oh
0: yeah the gumroad media empire
1: yeah um <laughs> so but we can jump right into frankie boy um yeah so he's a close compatriot with our boy uh, sam hyde
0: samuel al-hayeti al-hayeti Hi- Al Hi- yeah <laughs> aka the Uh, Ghost of Kiev.
1: Yeah, the Ghost of Kiev, a.k.a. every mass shooter for the past two years. (laughs) A.k.a.
0: He keeps getting away with it, folks. He keeps getting away.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Frank, he is a really interesting character. If you already know who he is, uh, congratulations. You're probably a real winner. (laughs) You're winning in life. You're winning in life. He does... I guess what you could say, like... 2014-2015 era YouTube prank-style content, but he definitely turns it up a notch.
0: (laughs) A few notches, A few
1: notches, we could say, uh, to the point where basically every video of his on YouTube is a re-upload because YouTube does not want him on the platform (laughs) at all.
0: They're trying to silence a, a true artist. They are. They
1: really are. And, yeah, we were watching his stuff and I don't even really know where to begin with it. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory if you've seen it.
0: I mean, it's mostly just harassing people it on It is. The it's, it's
1: blatantly harassing people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just cutting out any pretext of uh, social experiments, pranks, etc. And know. then just going straight to the source, verbally assaulting people on the mm-hmm. street.
1: Yeah, and... You know, I think once in a while he's lucky he catches someone who probably deserves it, but there are a lot of people catching a lot of strays with him because he does not discriminate.
0: He's firing on full auto.
1: Yeah, and he seems to have terrorized basically the entire East Coast at this point. I've seen (laughs) videos of him in, like, a Publix down south.
0: At least all of Rhode Island.
1: At least all all of Rhode Island. I mean, that little speck, yeah. I mean, every single citizen of Rhode Island has been harassed. They've been a victim of the hassle doctrine, as he puts it.
0: There's a class action lawsuit in the works. I'm I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, and he. Um, yeah, he's he's got his whole Philly Nightmare series as well, which we've seen. <laughs>
0: Philly Nightmare series.
1: The Philly Nightmare. Yeah, I think we saw a couple of those. The one where he was passing out those fake yu cards. Oh, that was
0: that was my most vivid memory. Was him harassing that guy on on a date with his friend. And, with his friend. Yeah. With his Friend, quote his, unquote. His
1: big bodied friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ramon, We don't a, body shaming. We're not body shame. We're inclusive. They were a big bodied friend of the podcast. <laughs> 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 um yeah, so he was handing out fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Uh, and to be fair, he grabbed them completely randomly. He he gave him, you know, uh, probably at least twenty cards to choose from and he picked um the raped. <laughs> so he was he was identified as a raped in that episode, um, and then Frank uh, pulled into his card, into his deck, um, and he pulled out his uh, I guess just trump card you could say his the rapist, <laughs> which at this point his is blue eyes white his, dragon yeah his blue eyes white up. dragon folks this is the, the most op card in the entire <laughs> fucking deck, um, so he already had a clear advantage. And uh I don't think this guy took too fondly to that for some reason. I guess he just wasn't a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan or Yeah. I don't know. Who
0: could have who could predict why he wasn't engaged in that scenario, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know why. And and he took issue with Frank Hassel's GoPro, I mean uh insulin pump on the top of his head. He's a diabetic as we know.
0: As we all know, insulin pumps are best installed installed at the base of the forehead. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: And there was a bit of a tussle, we could say. Um, legally speaking, there were some light assaults going on, <laughs> nothing too crazy. But they were there was a there was a bit of a rumble in uh, Philly Park.
0: And just so you know, Ramon is not a licensed paralegal, but I'm he not. is training to get his license. So. Yeah, well,
1: you don't technically need a license. It's a certificate, and they just it's like. If you just want, a
0: piece of paper with crayon on it yeah it's probably good
1: enough i don't I, it's it's more of like just to prove that you know what you're doing it's not like there's no law that says you have to have the certificate it's not like you are an attorney you have to get like your bar number and everything it's just like if you want to unlock like decently paying jobs and shit like that you pretty much need to get one yeah um but yeah, so that that's Frank Hassel and the Hassel Doctrine. Uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> and, and funny enough, it ties into one of our main topics from last week, the sissification of America. <laughs> he he has videos of going into grocery stores as Doctor Don Wario, <laughs> a real doctor. Don Wario, M.D. Yep. And he diagnoses people with uh, sissification and bimbofication, and he <laughs> he makes sure he always has an. Emergency uh, set of women's clothing on him at all times <laughs> to stop. For emergencies. Any, yeah, for emergencies only, because uh, he will he will zoom and enhance. He will scan uh, every middle-aged man, confused and upset man in a grocery store trying to buy his wife um, their last set of tampons before they hit menopause, and he goes up to them and informs them of their diagnosis. And usually they are pretty upset about it. They don't know how to feel, and so those women's clothing come in real handy folks
0: would you say that dr don wario is the world's first and leading sociologist Ooh, you are you trying to start beef between me and dr (laughs) don wario oh yeah you're the og sociologist yeah
1: i would like to think i am the og uh in terms of being like a met um like a professional sociologist because i think with frank or sorry dr dr wario he is just a doctor by trade but he specializes in the sissification field so he's more on the medical things um so they'll go to him basically to be diagnosed with with being a sissy and then i will be doing the background research that lays the foundation for how they become fully sissified and the proper <laughs> hormones to go on and the and the way they should dress and the way they should suck cock and be hypnotized Yeah, Ramon knows
0: quite a bit about sucking mm. cock.
1: Um, I know how to diagnose people who want to suck cock. <laughs> Matt here, Exhibit A.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm not a patient of yours, just on so. the record. You can check my medical records. Ramon is not listed anywhere. Mm. All of my doctors are... Fully, either fully straight or bisexual doctors.
1: Well, and I'd be the fully straight
0: doctor. No, 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 no. Yes. Yes. I'm thinking now. We get into these little brain wars from time to time. Info
1: wars. Info wars. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm the one who prescribes the medication. Frank is the one who tells them they need it. I would say It's, (laughs) it's a symbiotic relationship.
0: Yeah. Sisiology really is such a fascinating field. I, I don't want to get too deep into sociology this episode since we covered it so extensively. We could
1: do this podcast for ten years of just us reading the sociology subreddit, and I think we would be golden. We
0: could, but I don't know if that's the direction we want to go. Well, it's not maybe the At direction we want to go,
1: but it might be inevitable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: Um, anyway.
0: The, the old Thanos, I am inevitable.
1: Yeah. It really is. Oh, Um, man.
0: In that same pantheon, I did want to touch on uh, the Sam Hyde versus iDubbbz drama. mm -hmm. Um, I've been following it a little bit more extensively than Ramon has. Yeah, I
1: would definitely say so. I I caught up a little bit, but I think there's still some details that Matt needs to fill us in on here.
0: All right. So getting right into it, uh, the saga begins with the uh, iDubbbz documentary on Sam Hyde. He flew out to Rhode Island. Um, to do sort of a hit piece documentary on how Sam fell off. There's some debate as to the intention of the original documentary. He wanted where... to be
1: the puppet master, Matt. Yeah, he wouldn't... <laughs> he wanted to pull the strings. <laughs> they,
0: they wouldn't let Ian be the puppet master, so he was he was a little upset about that, it seems. But uh, where things went wrong, or right, depending on your, your definition, is... Uh, Well, Ian never published it. Uh, After nine months uh, post-recording the documentary, Sam released his own hour and a half long video uh, chronicling his attempt to sabotage (laughs) (laughs) Ian's filming schedule. Uh, It's a great video, I would recommend you check it out. Um, I forget what the YouTube video is called, but just look up Sam Hyde. (laughs) <laughs> bullying I doves and you'll probably yeah. find it oh you'll find it yeah
1: <laughs> if we don't make a dime from this podcast at the very least we're educating the audience yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. i mean that's
0: what the goal of this podcast always was mm. we don't care about money we care about educating the audience exactly
1: it's not our job to educate you but we will we will sacrifice ourselves the 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 mental trauma to educate you on yeah what's we'll put going in on. the
0: the mental work yep. the emotional labor as they would say
1: exactly
0: But anyways, uh, that video is great. Uh, They go through a whole Excel document of all the ways that they want to fuck with him, including uh, paying a woman to pretend to be Sam's girlfriend, uh, an actress, if you will, to pretend to be his girlfriend who is also, like, high on fentanyl (laughs) and popping pills.
1: To be fair, to be fair, too, even if they didn't hire her, any woman who is in a long-term relationship with Sam Hyde would probably have to be on fentanyl. (laughs) Oh,
0: man. But, yeah, uh, Sam Hyde fucks with Idubs for about two weeks, Mm -hmm. and it's glorious. And then after uh, Sam releases his version, iDubbbz recuts his uh documentary and then publishes that uh Mm -hmm. under the name getting away with it (laughs) which i i think we can all agree sam got away with something (laughs)
1: sam got away with basically everything he wanted to get away (laughs)
0: with yeah so there was that whole saga with the documentary there was some beef going on there um there's some point of contention about whether sam or whether ian came there to do a hit piece Because there was a specific interview where he called Sam out for uh, something that happened years ago. Uh, Sam copy copyright striked his uh, content cop or his uh, Kickstarter crap video where he was criticizing um, Sam's My Little Pony game (laughs) that (laughs) he was he was making on Kickstarter that I think was just uh, a straight up scam. Uh, I'm not too educated on that whole <laughs> I scenario. I don't know. But oh. anyways... That was some, a low blow from iDubbbz. There was some conflict there, uh, some tension, and then after that had all sort of cooled, uh, Idubs set up his Creator Clash influencer boxing event, mm-hmm. uh, which took place back The future of entertainment, folks. The future of YouTube entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam was not invited to that event. He was actually banned. He paid $11,500 for front row seats, uh, which he was not able to use. To cheer
1: on his boy, too. He was there to support iDubbbz.
0: Yeah, he was there to support... He was going to be there to support I-Dubes, uh, and because he wasn't invited to the actual event himself, what he did instead, which I think was a glorious move on his part, is he offered to train Harley Morenstein, a.k.a. Yes. Epic Mealtime, uh to which he agreed to do and there's a, a video of uh Harley on his channel going to Rhode Island to train <laughs> under under the sensei Sam yeah,
1: The the it's basically like all of Rhode Island is like a Buddhist temple where you go to learn, you know, the Tiger style, all the different, you know The Drunken Master. Yeah, the Drunken Master. He's learning every single chamber of the Shaolin kung fu master artwork so <laughs>
0: learning how to be a savage
1: yeah exactly it's the it's the it's the it's definitely the shaolin of new england we'll say
0: and and that video has some juicy tidbits in it as well like the fact that uh sam insisted harley put himself up in the worst motel of all time uh, <laughs> that had like a used condom on the radiator there were yep. jizz stains on the floor uh hy- hypodermic needles like the work the works Mm -hmm. uh meth burns on the carpet i think were something directly cited and uh yeah that that whole video is great check that out as well harley's video uh training Mm -hmm. under sam hyde
1: well if you want to be the best you have to train under adversity yeah it's like you're not going to put him up in the ritz carlton expect him to come out here and be able to brutalize somebody in the ring you know what i mean
0: that was exactly sam's thought process as well
1: (laughs) so you know great minds think alike i guess yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) great tactician mindset yeah. uh, from Sam Hyde
1: there anyways uh, I think it kind of everything kind of just wraps up in terms of like now there's this rift between good and evil we'll say on the internet Sam obviously being objective good <laughs> chaotic good, chaotic good I guess yeah specific about it and IDubs is um, we'll say chaotic neutral at best <laughs> <laughs> Law, lawful evil lawful evil probably yeah because um, there
0: was that whole justification um i don't know if you heard the clip but uh sam Idubs and keemstar were all on like a podcast together talking about the planning of the event and uh Idubs and his girlfriend were talking about how sam was too much of a brand risk for the <laughs> event <laughs>
1: Which is hilarious. To which
0: Sam just spammed the laughing, crying emoji because it was in, like, (laughs) Twitter spaces or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: A threat to the brand. A guy trying to train you how to be the best boxer possible at a boxing event, folks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A threat to brand credibility. Um, Yeah, and it all wraps up with Sam now still trying to... Get his way into the next creator clash. And I think the only way that's going to be possible um, is, as Sam put it, dump that Yoko Ono bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that you got to get
0: rid of Yoko Ono. you got
1: to get rid of Yoko Ono, who's <laughs> currently controlling Idubs right now.
0: The puppet master. The puppet master. She is the puppet master. She is the puppet master.
1: I've never seen such a thing. I literally, think about this. Someone who is so like manipulative and behind the scenes, also literally exposes their full naked body and like shoves things in every orifice for $5 a month. It's like the, it's, it's the duality. It's like this hidden shadow figure who also shoves anal beads in their ass like the next day. Like it's crazy.
0: (laughs) Ramon knows a little something about uh, shoving beads up his ass.
1: Well, not up my ass folks, but you know, I do know a thing or two about managing, um, X-rated talent. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah. So you can check out, uh, Ramon's next curated video on Mm browsers.com.
1: The executive producer slash director slash, um, that's it actually. I'm not going to. Fluffer. (laughs) one <laughs> i'm the fluffer for the woman so they can get turned on No, you know, you're yes. the fluffer for the man i'm the fluffer you're for the, the woman injecting
0: liquid blue chew into their car i
1: will i will do the injection that's okay yes like medical <laughs> fluffing i'll do
0: if i can wear gloves and use a hypodermic exactly. needle, that's fine that's just
1: medical at that point I mean, i'm not it's purely yeah, medical purely medical
0: purely a medicinal yeah. hand job that I gave him to It's not him a up. hand job. Well
1: <laughs> in in theory only. It's literally just me injecting injecting steroids into their cock.
0: Yeah, we're all about theory mm. on this podcast. We are all about political theory. political theory, sexual theory, mm-hmm. sociology theory. Sociology
1: theory <laughs> folks, which is I think the gap between political and sexual theory, <laughs> by the way.
0: <laughs> it really is one of the greatest humanities yeah. uh, topics that you can cover i
1: think i think my main goal here for the podcast is if we get a big enough audience i really just want to politicize the sissy community because right now it seems too unified <laughs> i want there to be you want to
0: cause discord
1: i want to cause discord because right now i don't see enough political discourse on the sissyology subreddit if i'm being quite honest with you you know and these things matter too because on one hand you've got sissies who I think would benefit from a MAGA agenda and the other sissies who sort of embrace their feminine side under our, our liberal, uh, our liberal government at the moment. So, (laughs) you know, um, because I think under the, the, the MAGA empire, you know, I think, um, these communities flourish under adversity. And so I think having, uh, someone like Trump in there to sort of push back against the sissification of america i think can only make them stronger
0: (laughs) act as a foil if you will
1: exactly act as a foil
0: some some would say that trump himself is sissified in a few ways you know he does have a dumpy
1: he does have a dumpy yeah you
0: can't you can't deny that
1: yeah and i think in this era of misinformation you could convincingly make some sort of edited speech or just edit trump into some sort of sissy gear and i think you've got a really successful campaign strategy against him. I mean, you walk that guy up onto the stage in a fucking chastity cage, with <laughs> like a lingerie. I mean, shit, that's going to turn some of those fucking truckers into maybe they're like, well, I sure as hell don't like Camelin the way she looks and the way she talks. <laughs> but man, I really can't vote for a guy who's locked his cock up in a cage. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, we need to politicize that era of our of our culture.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. politicization. So, in personal news, you're getting your wisdom teeth out. I am. This week. Yep. Are you excited? Are you excited for the fentanyl that they're going to give uh, you? Oh, well,
1: yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, <laughs> but they, it's literally like, the way they described it to me is like, they're giving me medical heroin to yeah. fucking pull teeth out of me. Because I... Maybe I was naive, but I thought they do the classic, they put the mask over your face, you breathe in the laughing gas, and you fall asleep, and then they go to town on your mouth. Turns out, I guess nowadays, they put literally an IV into your yep. arm. that's what they did for me. Which is fucking disgusting. And they just give you shit that makes you loopy and fall asleep. So it's literally like they're giving me heroin to pull teeth out of my mouth, which I have mixed feelings about. Um, not a big fan of needles, not a big fan of getting teeth pulled out, but...
0: Ramon's a big baby, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not he's a big baby. He's afraid of little needles.
1: <laughs> needles suck.
0: It's the only reason he hasn't transitioned yet, no, is it's he's not too afraid of needles. Batten.
1: Well, there's many reasons, but I would not transition, even if that was my only fear, <laughs> <laughs> For the record. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I've now done fentanyl by proxy. Nice. Uh... Because I got my wisdom teeth out a few weeks ago, and they mm. mentioned very casually right before the procedure that fentanyl was a part of the anesthetics. <laughs> and it basically just went like, oh, fentanyl? And then the IV was already in my arm, and I fucking got yeah. knocked out.
1: <laughs> Which at that point, I'd rather just have them tell me it after it's in my arm, because if they tell me they're going to be fucking shooting me up, I'm going to maybe have second thoughts.
0: Yeah. So better. I think that was a... Uh, Concerted effort on their part yeah. to bamboozle me, which I'm fine with.
1: Um, anyways, um, I guess there, there's important news in the world, but uh, in terms of like talking about internet media, uh, I had a slight riff <laughs> that I could go into. It's <laughs> all right, it's let's, pretty short, let's but, hear it. <laughs> so, I don't know if people are active on like TikTok or wherever the fuck you get this shit, but there's this guy, the the Aki guy. I don't know if you're familiar with him, no. He's, um, I'm sure someone, if anyone's fucking listening to this, has seen this guy. He's, like, this Middle Eastern guy who runs, like, a bodega out in, like, Red Hook, Brooklyn.
0: Many, many such men.
1: Many such men. But this guy has found immense success on TikTok because he does this thing where he'll have people come in and ask for different, like, sandwiches and menu items, but done the awky way which is <laughs> what, just what is the he's cramming as much shit and junk food and garbage <laughs> and shit into one sandwich as possible jesus which is hilarious and everything is halal too or at least i think because i'm pretty sure like when he wraps shit in bacon it's like it's beef bacon to make sure there's no pork involved yeah it
0: better be fucking halal
1: anyways he'll cram a whole bunch of shit he'll take like a fucking stack of like ramen noodles and wrap them in these jamaican patties and then drown them in like Mozzarella sticks and then pile on like a tomato to make it look healthy, and then he'll wrap it up, and and then he'll cut it in half, and then the and he'll show you the cross section. He's like, and the result is O M G, and then he has the customer say, can't forget the bev. <laughs> and he said never, 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 and then he hands them the fucking heart attack on a bun and like their their fucking iced tea, um, and that's the thing. And for some reason, that's like super fucking popular on TikTok. And I don't know how this just clicked in my mind, but I thought of this way of doing it because I've got to show Matt after the show because this is going to be infinitely funnier if you know how these videos go down because there's definitely, like, a script for each for each episode. But he starts out with, like, first you put the bacon on the grill, then you put the patties on the grill, then you put the mozzarella sticks in the fryer and all that type of shit. Well, I thought... What if he gets a little edgy with it? <laughs> and someone asks, Hey, Aki, can I get a beep the Aki way? <laughs> and he says, Sure, sure. And he says, First, you put the N on the grill. <laughs> and no. then you put the I in the <laughs> flyer. And then it's so on and so forth. <laughs> The G in the microwave, and you know you do the rest.
0: <laughs> Episode two, and we've already got our first. uh, Ramone couldn't help himself. Well,
1: I just thought it was really funny, <laughs> and and then I like to think that he just like spells the word out on a piece of paper, and then like wraps it up, and like and he's like, and the result is, and I beep beep beep
0: beep.
1: <laughs> then, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then the customer says can't forget the beep and then some other slur and he says never exactly. never never and then you cuss out the customer. "Here you go beep." And he says, "Thank you, Aki And that's that's the riff, folks. <laughs> Which I I don't think that could be a stand-up riff. I don't think anyone under the age of 30 or over the age of 30 would get it
0: or under the age of 18. Or
1: under the age of 18. Um, but that's racist Aki way. So <laughs> anyone who wants wants to steal that bit, I Our guess. First come town style yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. Racist Aki. Racist Aki, <laughs> and to be fair too, there's rumblings that he's he's becoming a sellout. He's closing his Red Hook location and just opening up a bodega in Manhattan because he he's fucking focusing on TikTok content instead of. Instead of the, the the day ones that made him, you know. Yeah,
0: forgetting his, his ride-or-die fans.
1: Yeah, so it's only fair that we make him racist now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so that's racist hockey. I've been holding that one in all week, folks. <laughs> so I hope it was worth the wait.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like for our first official bit that definitely was worth the wait i
1: think so yeah and i'll show matt afterwards an actual hockey video so he gets there <laughs> that i think once the 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 cogs and the brain start turning it'll the, it'll the light bulb like will a turn fine it will folks this this is going to be a, a peak 1990 cabernet sauvignon type bit all
0: um, right <sighs> so we're, we're at about 45 minutes i think that does it for this episode of american super squad mm-hmm. Slightly shorter than the uh, first yeah, episode. Yeah, I know all, but... all
1: our fucking Coomer fans with no fucking attention span probably are already tuned out anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it a fucking day, I guess. Uh, we'll leave on a high note. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we... I guess before we wrap it, do we want to make uh, the reading of Sisiology subreddit like a, a, a weekly, like add-on or do we want to just dig into that bag when we don't fucking care
0: <laughs> I, th- I think we can keep that in our back pocket for now but okay if there's any posts that you had no you to... <laughs> i should start doing that actually <laughs> you start bringing posts
1: yeah Can we let's get some audience interaction here give us feedback do you want weekly sissy updates or should we keep those as like a little treat <laughs> For, like, you know, every Yeah, let's leave it episodes. up to the fans. Yeah, well, let's do a fan <laughs> vote. <laughs> All 10 of you who are definitely not biased sissies, anyways. <laughs> um, All right. Anyways, yeah, so that's been uh, episode two of uh, American Super Squad. Put ass. that little
0: Latin, Latin yeah. flair on it. Exactly. All right. Hope you ass men have a great week yep ask men and ask
1: women and ask they thems matt oh yes ask women and non binaries and non-binary ask people um bye-bye